Brian, thanks so much for joining us on a Friday night. How are you doing? Is this the uh, keepers of the beam? That's what I want to know. Yes, we are the keepers of the beam, Brian. You know what time it is. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, great to be with you guys tonight. Thank you for having me on. All right, Brian, I need to know, because you've got not only the insight, but the intel. How do the Cowboys play the 49ers to be victorious? Well, it's uh, it's never easy to have to play a team like this. They've done a great job with, you know, with the way that they built this team, you know, and, you know, it's it, with, you know, with Kyle Shanahan and then, you know, with John Lynch. And it's it's one of those teams you have a lot of respect for. You just look throughout the roster and you know their ability to, to kind of uh, find ways to put players in place. You know, that that's one of the things you always was a former personnel guy like myself was you always appreciate that when your coaches use your players in the right way. And, you know, for the Cowboys to win this game, and I, I, a lot of guys I've talked to, a lot of coaches around the league that I know that have played the 49ers, you know, one of the things that they're really adamant about is if you find a way to block their front. Now, that's easier said than done on, you know, when you're dealing with their defense. But they feel like, though, that you can make plays down the field against these guys, you you know, with with whether it's, you know, Jimmy Ward there at the at the nickel slot corner spot, you know, with Hafunga at safety. You can get some matchups. They're a team that really doesn't want to play a lot of man coverage. They're really, really comfortable playing zone. And they're comfortable playing zone because they've got really a nice pass rush, you know, with Nick Bosa and what they're able to do up front. So, again, blocking the front, it's a little bit easier said than done. Can you find ways to match up? You know, in the secondary, can you match up your your skill guys? You know, the, the Cowboys, you know, with Dalton Schultz, he's got a great relationship with Dak Prescott. He finds space. We saw it in the Tampa game the other day where he was able to kind of uncover himself a couple of different times and, you know, allow Dak those throws. So, you know, I, I don't think you're going to make a living running the ball against the 49ers, but, you know, if you can do the crack tosses and things like that and try and make it a little bit of a perimeter game, you know, there, there's your ticket right there. But it's it's going to be tough. I mean, they just they got really, really good personnel. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a little bit different than the Tampa game because against Tampa, Dak was able to just tear him apart across the middle of the field, and he was able to use his running backs a little bit. But here, like you said, San Francisco, they do give up the big play, though. I think they're seventh worst in EPA per play on throws 20 yards down the field, and that's where Dak's a top-five quarterback. Which receiver – do you think has the most success though? Is it CeeDee Lamb because they do struggle to defend the slot, or do you think maybe it's Michael Gallup or somebody on the outside? Uh, if you're looking at like yeah, player props, yeah, it's a and great job on your part understanding you know who this uh, who the Cowboys are when it comes to throwing the football because you're going to get Lamb in the slot, and you know that's going to be something when it's generally Lamb in the slot. What they'll do is they'll bring the pocket one way, like generally to the right, and then turn and try and get Lamb all the way across the field out of the slot. So, you know, if you're the 49ers and you play a lot of zone defense, or, you know, if in the case, like I mentioned with Ward playing in the slot, you know, you make him have to chase. And, you know, that's the thing that, uh, you know, the Cowboys are going to try and do. They're going to try and run as many guys as they can through the zone, or like I said, the man coverage make them chase you know the the 49ers do struggle a little bit with the speed on their back end so you know if you're able to get that separation lamb has done a really good job of that uh you know Gallup really played well last week but Michael Gallup has really really struggled I don't think he's had really the confidence 
of, you know, after the knee injury, you know, coming back, it was a little rough for him, you know, and, but he played very well last week. And so if you're a Cowboy fan, you have to be, you know, happy about that. I, I'm interested to see how they get T.Y. Hilton involved in this game. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with his experience, uh, you know, you know, with some combination routes, maybe on some of these third down chances you got, you know, the 49ers or the way that they play. T.Y. Hilton is a really good, his career has been one of those when he was with the Colts. He's a really good, he recognizes the, the zone coverages very well. He knows how to sit down in spots and make himself available and present himself so you can throw him the football. So uh, I think with I, I think it's going to be Schultz. I think it's going to be Lamb. And then, like I said, you got to try and maybe hit some of those deep shots. They've done it with Hilton here recently. And maybe you can get Gallup with a little bit more confidence playing the ball down the field. Defensively, Brian, uh, when you when you look at you know the Cowboys, this is going to be the toughest defense that Brock Purdy has faced, especially with Micah Parsons there. Yes, they did play the Commanders and Chase Young. I think it was his first game back. But in terms of a monster like Micah Parsons, I don't think he's seen that yet before. I saw this online, uh, some chatter about Trent Williams tipping runner pass and what Micah can do. Uh, How do you think defensively the Cowboys are going to try to scheme for Micah to get pressure on Brock? Yeah, I, I think with, to me, you know, if you're Dan Quinn and you want to try and set the tone early, you know, maybe you can let, Micah have a rush on on Trent Williams and see how that goes and if all of a sudden that first play out you know you're going to maybe get some success get a pressure maybe get a throw away you know something like that if you remember last week in the game that you know Micah made a play on the very first handoff for like a minus two and then all of a sudden everybody kind of like okay here we go they're all you know let's settle in and go but I think where it's McGlinchey on the right side, and he's played well, but it's not playing Trent Williams. I mean, Trent Williams is one of the best tackles in the league. He's, he's you know, I, I know that through the years, the Cowboys, you know, uh, Demarcus Lawrence, when, you know, he was having to rush against Trent when he was with the, the commanders, you know, how tough that was. You know, it's just not an easy, it's just not an easy thing to have to deal with. So, yeah, you're going to have to figure out with with Micah. Do you move him around? You know, do you, do you know? I would put Micah. I would consider putting Micah and then also Lawrence on the same side and seeing if you know how the right side of that uh, of the 49er offense can handle that. I think this game, guys, is going to come down to some slot blitz. When you know, when you slot blitz, maybe that's something that Purdy hasn't seen a whole heck of a lot. You know, it's where you think, okay, I think I've got things protected on my front side here, but all of a sudden with as much bunch formation that the 49ers play and as tight as they play to the, to the tackle, well, then maybe you could get an opportunity to bring, like I say, you get Curse or you get Bland or you get Wilson. You know, all three of those guys are capable blitzers. And so maybe you can confuse Brock Purdy a little bit of some slot blitz stuff. I think that's what's going to have to be because they're going to account for Parsons in this game. They're going to slide their front his way. And then if he's one-on-one with Williams on the backside, well, they're probably going to feel okay about that matchup. Do you think that the that the Kyle Shanahan, Dan Quinn thing, it's funny because everybody loves Kyle Shanahan. I like Kyle Shanahan, but I don't think it's like as bad of a matchup as everybody's making it out to be. Like Kyle's just going to embarrass Dan Quinn. I was listening to the Richard Sherman podcast and he was talking about how yeah. Kyle kind of broke Dan's defense, but they faced each other twice. And in 2019, Dan got the better of Kyle. They shut down the run. Even in that playoff game, I know Dallas lost, but I thought they handled them pretty well defensively and they kind of shut down the run. Christian McCaffrey wasn't there, but 
Uh, like, what do you make of that matchup? You know, who has the advantage there, Dan Quinn or Kyle Shanahan? Well, they're both really, really outstanding at their job. And, you know, the Cowboys have done a better job with their personnel. They, they felt like they got a little bullied last year in this mm-hmm. game. The Cowboys didn't have, you know, they didn't have, you know, they with, with Hankins now as that defensive tackle, uh, that one technique, the nose tackle, you know, hopefully that Dallas, you know, can control the middle there with him. Leighton Vander Esch has played really well for the Cowboys. Yeah. And if you look back at the history of Leighton Vander Esch in these games, when teams could be a little run heavy, he's really at his absolute best. Now, a couple of those games, you know, they were run heavy, and this was even last year, they played the Broncos, and, you know, it was like, you know, the Broncos ran the ball really well, but Leighton Van Esch was double-digit tackle. So, you know, he's going to be a real key in this game with him. I mentioned Wilson. Curse is going to play in this game. You know, Quinn's got some some weapons he can use. I mean, Izzy McQuamu is a guy that, you know, we hadn't seen Izzy all year, and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, Dan's going through all these, you know, these these cornerbacks over there, you know, and your guy going, gosh, he's just keeps he's trying, he's trying, he's trying. And then Izzy, and you're kind of thinking, well, maybe Dan knew what he had in Izzy and he didn't want to show him until he got to the playoffs. Yeah. And so that's the kind of things that Dan Quinn but you know, kind of with Shanahan, it's the same thing. I mean, you know, he's gonna show you things what what teams when you talk to these coaches that played the 49ers, it's like he is going to, and the Saints were the team that didn't really buy into this. And the Saints held it was a thirteen to nothing game, but the Saints did something that I don't think any many people will do, and that's like, listen, we're not going to let you line Uzcheck out wide and McCaffrey out wide, and then walk people out of the box to go, you know, to go handle that while you put Debo Samuel in the backfield and then hand it to him. So now you're bringing a corner into the box who's not really accustomed to having to tackle and stuff like that especially if you're playing man coverage. So, you know, if you're, if you, you can't dance, Dan has not, you know, I hope he doesn't get into a mode where it's like, okay, I've got to match everything because mm-hmm. Shanahan will make you make you take guys away from areas where he's going to attack. I, again, if you flip it on the other side, I had a coach to play the 49ers is like on defense. They said, listen, take the Y or the tight end and move him to the other side and then run the ball at the bubble. You know, that's how you beat the 49ers running. You don't run behind your Y or your tight end. You move him and you create bubbles in their in their front. So, you know, Shanahan's thinking the same thing. You know, he's like thinking, well, I'm going to remove players that are used to playing and then all of a sudden put players that aren't used to having to deal with the inside plays and stuff like that in the box. And then, you know, now you're in trouble with some matchup issues there. Brian, obviously the secondary for the Cowboys has been banged up and like even the guys coming off the practice squad getting banged up. Uh, in this matchup, who do you think for the Niners you would be the most confident to say, okay, you know, they might have a pretty good day considering the matchup? Yeah, I, you know, the Cowboys have done a really nice job with tight ends. So, you know, I, I think that, you know, whether it's, whether it's Curse, and, you know, he's going to be banged up because of the knee you know, not probably completely healthy, short week, that, all that, you know, you know, Wilson, I mentioned him a lot, Donovan Wilson, you know, they play these tight ends pretty well. Brandon Ayuk scares the, you know, what out of me, you know, and I think he should scare the, you know, what out of everybody with the Cowboys too, because, you know, with Debo and stuff, you know, he missed those games and, you know, it, it, you can do a lot of things with him, but man, every time I look up, Brandon Ayuk last year, you know, there were problems with drops and things like that. He, he's not dropping balls. 
You know, he's, I mean, you, you know, if you play man coverage, they are going to run you through all that trash. And he's usually the guy running through the trash. And now you're trying to chase him. The ball's to him. He's on the run. It's up the field. You know, those are the types of things you got to worry about McCaffrey on the screens, you know, when the slip screens, those kinds of things. Because if you blitz all of a sudden, then all Purdy has to do is dump it over the top. And there you go. McCaffrey, you know, 65 yards later, kind of a thing. So, it's really, really difficult to play these guys. I mentioned that a bunch, but the guy I would absolutely be terrified of is Brandon Ayuk. Really quickly, we have about 45 seconds, Brian. Do you think whoever yeah. wins this matchup goes to the Super Bowl? I want to believe that because, if you know, the Cowboys, the, to me, the Cowboys have played the Giants twice and they played the Eagles, and they had a really good understanding, a really good handle of how to play the Eagles. They they moved the ball on the Eagles defense. And that's the thing that was encouraging to me. But yeah, if the 49ers win this game, I could see them very well. It's going to be two teams that really do unique things offensively. It'd be a great matchup between the, the Eagles and, you know, but I, I think the giants have got a shot in this one. I really do. Yeah, I, I feel too. like that. I feel like that the giants are kind of, their coach is kind of a little bit of a psycho when it comes <laughs> yeah. to like, if you get the giants into a game where it's the fourth quarter, you're going to lose because they do the most unconventional things to win games. And if I'm the Eagles, that would be scary, very scary to me right now. Brian, thanks so much, man. Really good stuff. Awesome. we got to have you back again soon. Hopefully next week when the uh, Cowboys win this game because we're all on them pretty big. No good luck doubt. this weekend. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> well, thank you guys very much. Appreciate you uh, all, and uh, keep up the great work you guys do. Thanks so much. That's Brian Broaddus right there. He joined us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix are revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom, visit buythephoenix.com to learn more. Football analyst and scout. I mean, he's come my on. Favorite, he's my favorite guest ever. Double, I mean, double big is strong. Come on, he's I mean, strong. let's be honest. Brian's that guy. He is him. Double B. Double B had he, so many facts for us. I really wanted to get into it with him <laughs> when, he, when we started talking about the Cowboys offense because I think they're just going to absolutely terrorize San Francisco on the left side of the field. The left side of the field, right? 49ers defense, 26 and EPA per play allowed to the left boundary. Dak Prescott, 91% accuracy thrown to that left but boundary. But that's, that's why his favorite I like Gallup, actually, because that's where Gallup lives. Right. and that, That's where he feasts. And that's why I was like, hey, yeah. what do you like here, uh, CeeDee Lamb or Gallup? I kind of like both of them the more I, do I think too. about and it. And 35 is very, very low. I'm sure Brian, being the professional that he is, isn't looking to see that Gallup's yardage yeah. is only 35. Yeah. He, was like, he wasn't like, hey, listen to this door. He was like, yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah. That's a great point. I'm like, let's get this guy in studio. He's I'm awesome. all about Brian Broaddus from now on. Hell yeah! Great station there, too. G-Bag Nation, that's the name of his show. I'll be listening all week after our Cowboys pull off the upset.